In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Living 
guys. Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan, and this is your Monday episode. I hope you guys have the best week ever. Uh, let's see here. Today, we have a great guest. Uh, now, it's a little different than a pop culture roundup. We're doing a Bravo pop culture roundup because me and our guest just ended up talking all Bravo, and I just had a blast doing it, and I'm trying to do things that make me laugh when I talk to guests lately. So uh, this is just a great conversation. Our guest today is uh, Jennifer. You know her as at Blocked by Jax or blacked, uh, Blocked underscore by underscore Jax, and it's one of my favorite Bravo accounts. I've known her now for years. She's been on the show a bunch, but I haven't talked to her in a minute, and it was so great to catch up with her, and we got to talk everything. We got to talk about Kyle and her new special uh, friend, Morgan Wade. We got to talk about Erica Jane. We got to talk about the Southern Charm trailer that was just released. We talked Atlanta. We talked the new Roni. We talked Vanderpump Rules. We talked Sandoval. We talked Raquel Rachel. We talked about it all. We talked about Bethany Frankel. Oh, Bethany Frankel. Uh, I'm going to call her Bethany Frankel from here on out. Just a, because of Frankel. It's just a, she's a Frankel. Oh, Bethany just Frankled again. Um, so this is just a great conversation. I didn't want it to end. And we did. We went long. Like It was an hour and a half. And I feel bad because I was like, I should do another like solo pop culture roundup. But I figure I'll just do that on Tuesday. And we have an, I'll do a Tuesday pop culture roundup because I still want to talk about Lizzo. There's a lot of other things happening that I want to talk about just pop culture related. So this is just Bravo pop culture. If you don't like Bravo, I mean, I think you do like Bravo if you're here. But if you don't, I still think you're going to find some laughs in there. Come on, people. Be positive. <laughs> Listen, it's 9 p.m. at night. and You're like, Ryan, usually record these around midnight. But I think, you know, I, I started off the day strong. We did this interview super early or for me early at like 9 a.m. And then uh, I did some things and then I just felt really down. Like halfway through the day, I just got really down in the dumps and I haven't really been able to shake that. And it's OK. That's I, I'm supposed to allow myself to feel how I feel. Um, but I just did, I, I kept hoping to get like some kind of second wind that would make me want to talk about all the pop culture stuff out there right now but i mean this is just an amazing conversation so i think i think we're okay i don't think we need a two and a half hour monday show like we've been doing so we're going to get to this conversation in just one moment uh if you like this show please consider giving it five stars on apple Podcasts and spotify and also um patreon patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good i released two episodes over the weekend on friday I released like a 40 minute one while I was driving, just like thoughts, just about life, just like random things. I listened to this podcast. I binged this podcast over the weekend, Scamanda. If you haven't, oh my gosh, you guys, it's about this, well, kind of a scam artist named Amanda that faked that she had cancer and took a bunch of money from like churchgoers. I mean, it blew me away. This story, you guys probably already know about it, but I had, I got recommended it. And I, I usually don't read. I mean, it was really, really good. Um, let me know if you guys have already listened to that. I, I was, I was really blown away by that. So I talked a little bit about that on Patreon, plus a lot of personal stuff. And then today I got to, uh, I got, to, <laughs> got to talk to a baddie. That's what we call ourselves. We're baddies. You guys, if you listen to this, you're an automatic baddie. That's just how it is. Um, 
I talked to uh, I talked to a baddie about her boots on the ground experience going to Tom Tom and Sir last weekend, and she even met one Tom Sandoval, and so we went through that experience. So that's over on the Patreon. So you got two episodes over there that uh, I really uh, really had fun doing, um, and I think that's it. I just hope you guys are good. Are you I are you good? Listen, I hope you're good. I don't feel that good right now, so I hope you're good. And uh, I, I'm. we still got a great week of shows. I'm excited. I got guests all week. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. I keep wanting my mind to have something to say to you guys, but it's just all blank right now. Uh, so let's just get to our guest. She's awesome. Jennifer Morrison is one of the best to do it. I uh, love her memes. And somebody might roll their eyes when you talk about memes. But I think memes are one of the funniest forms of communication and, yeah, I'll dare say, art that's out there. And Jennifer has been making me laugh since she started her account. And I feel very lucky to have had her on a bunch of times. And she's j- you just always look to those people that make you laugh. And, and Jennifer makes me laugh tons. I think this is a great Bravo conversation. Let me know what you think. Oh, also remember to su- subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And uh, that's it. I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. But yeah, I hope you have the best Monday ever. And I will talk to you again very soon. Here she is, blocked by Jax. You guys, welcome to your week. Uh, this hopefully will be a better week than last week. I'm speaking for myself personally, but hopefully for you guys too. Now, I've been asking people that I really uh, have a lot of fun with because I need fun right now. And this person makes me laugh so hard. You know her from her Instagram account, which we came up in the the tough streets of Instagram together. And uh, she always makes the jokes that I'm sometimes now scared to make. She still makes the jokes that I'm like, damn, that's the joke I wish I could make if I was brave enough because she really tells the truth. She will tell you her honest opinion, which I think is what we look for, especially with Bravo. Um, I've She's had many jobs over the years. Like I feel like I, it's so it's been hysterical to watch her journey, but she is here with us. We'll talk Vanderpump. We'll talk all Bravo. We might talk Lizzo. Uh, we'll talk about what she did this weekend. So welcome, Jen. You might know her better as at Blocked by Jax. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. You're like my favorite uh, to go on. Oh, you, yeah, come on. Nobody else asked you then. Come on. That's, <laughs> a, that's, <laughs> by the way, what happened to, you had Bravo over boys. What happened to that? No. Or, Oh my God. It was like, I was switching jobs and it was just so hard. Like, I don't think people realize how hard it is to like, I know and stuff. Like it's not easy. (laughs) And I was traveling constantly for work at the time. And it just like was not fitting in with my schedule at the time. But, and people don't realize Instagram, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's so much easier to like think of a joke and put it out really quick. Oh, so much easier. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's the easiest that you, I mean, like, I mean, it's sometimes hard to conceive of something that you find funny, but other than that, it's like, it's just right there and it gets out there and, and then it has a life of its own potentially. Um, I, I I don't know if I've talked to you in a year or a half a year or whatever, but it feels like Bravo has just exploded in so many different ways, not only through the success of Vanderpump Rules this season, but now we have Bethany Frankel. I don't know if you remember Bethany Frankel or Frankel or whatever. She's starting a reality show union. What What do you think about Bethany Frankel's reality show union? She's like on my last nerve lately. I can't. I used to love her on Roni, 
And yeah, me too. Like she was one of my favorites, especially like for Ramona, like the way they would always just argue. I thought this is the funniest thing. And now I really cannot stand her at all. I'm so sick of hearing from like you're starting a union on this, but like what are you gonna talk about on your podcast if you like ruin the world of Bravo? Like, but also how we start a union when they wouldn't hire you now to begin with. Like exactly. Bravo wouldn't hire Bethany right now if she wanted to come back. So it's like, is it you get to a place where you're unhirable and then like let's start a union to fuck shit up? Oh yeah. It's like, I think she's almost rebelling. Like, that's why she's doing it. I don't know if she genuinely cares about anyone who is on reality shows. That's what like, I try to explain to people. It doesn't seem like it comes from a place of actual concern. It seems from a place of Bethany concern and the hole that she has that she'll never be able to fill in her heart and soul. Right, because, like, everything she did after Housewives has been, like, a flop except for Skinny Girl. But, like, that HBO yeah. show, do you remember that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jen, I watched that entire, and, and I remember watching the first episode going, you know what? This is probably going to be like The Apprentice. It's going to be a huge success. And it was so bad. By the end, she let her she let her daughter Bryn pick who she was going to fire because she didn't know how to do it. She was like, uh, Bryn, I'm going to need some help on this. And I was like, you're letting your daughter, like, this would be an actual lawsuit. Oh, yeah. that That's when you know that she just knows this is going to go down the toilet. She's like, you know what? Let's bring in my seven-year-old. The fire grown adults. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I people get so frustrated sometimes with me because I do have strong opinions about Bethany, and they'll always be like, "I love her. Why don't you like her?" And I always say two things can be true at once: is that I can really love her on Roni and like what she did for Roni, but these these other kind of I, I call them antics is just it, it doesn't seem like it comes from a place of actual concern and. I think it could actually hurt things more in the long run. I think there's a conversation to be had about better wages, better things like that. But I don't think Bethany should be the head of this union. No, she does not need to be the face of like reality stars, like fighting the man and getting like what they like. And then it's like, well, and then the other piece. So like, guys, a warning letter was sent out on Friday, I think. And, it, you know, she has a really good lawyer's mind, like Mark Garagos. Like, these are good people that she has behind this. And she says over 80 stars have expressed interest in this. And we've got a couple of the potential names. Hannah Burner, <laughs> Hannah Burner. They said Paige DeSorbo, which kind of like... I am trying to see if I believe that they said Stassi Schroeder might be. So it's like, is it basically everybody that's been let go of Bravo except for Paige DeSorbo? I was going to say, is it basically just people who are fired and like are now going to be like, this is what happened to me on the show. Like, Oh, it's going to be Lisa Rinna. You know, Lisa Rinna is oh, going to hop on that. So Lisa Rinna is going to be like on the front lines, like every, like every day in front of Andy Cohen's apartment with like signs, like, <laughs> Well, I hope we're called as character witnesses at this eventual trial. And then, you know, it's going good. And then I take the stand. And I'm like, let me tell you about Bethany Frankel. And I'm going to be eating a seafood boil while I explain it to everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just, have nightmares about that. Well, that I, I, I swear to God, I think I'm buying a seafood boil tonight just to make a video. And I'm going to put Vaseline all over my face because she looks so, like, wet the entire time. And she was like, one potato, two potato, one corn, two corn. Like, this is the head of your union? I know this is who you want, like, fighting for you. Well, is it, I mean, 
it's one thing, but like she then likes to give her opinions about every other thing known to man. So will she have to chill out on giving her opinions about every other thing until this thing is done? I know, like, is everyone else going to get a break for a little bit? Like, Meghan Markle's probably so excited. <laughs> Meghan, what if, can she get Meghan Markle to join her union and this could, like, be, like, the... Well, she, yeah, she had such a boner for royals. She was into caviar for a second when that got popular on TikTok. She loves the dollar store face masks videos. Yeah. She's... Like I, like, I don't want to watch them because I don't want to give her views, but, like, I can't not. It's well, Yeah, I mean, she is my – it's like the concept of hate watching. It's like yeah. – uh, and just like that, the Sex and the City, I hate watch that. But yeah. I love it. Like, I can't stop watching it, and there are parts that I'm like, I think I actually like, like this scene, but I hate all the other scenes, and then just, like, it's weird. So maybe I'll come on board, Bethany, at uh, some other time. Uh, your weekend adventures are always some of my favorites, and I know a lot of people like to see uh, what you're doing on the weekend. What did you do this weekend, Jen? So Friday, what did I do? I don't think I did anything. And then Saturday during the day, just had like a drunken day with a bunch of friends. And like where? where where'd you go? We just went to like this restaurant called um risottos and got like oysters and stuff but my friend was blackout what time and did you start like 11 30 <laughs> and this poor waiter he was so cute <laughs> and we were and like my my friend who's a guy and he's straight is like are you single like where do you go to school you look like the guy from summer i turn pretty like what and I'm like, oh my God, like, please don't call the cops. Like, I swear we're normal. And, but it was just one of those nights where you fall asleep at like 7.30 and then you wake up at 11.30 at night, like so hungover and like desperate for water. Like you would do anything. <laughs> like, and then you can't go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, and you regret every decision you've ever made in your oh, life. Yeah. I was like, yeah. well, we're banned from that restaurant. So. <laughs> and, and where are we at on the dating journey? So I'm like in a serious relationship. Now. That's what that's what I the rumors are true. Okay. And 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 wow. And and how does he like Bravo? So it's funny because I told him I was coming on here with you. And every one of his friends that I've met has watched Vanderpump Rules and other sh- And I'm like, see, yeah. you won't watch it. And his friends are like, you know, like I've had to watch Housewives with my girlfriend. He's like, they're like Vanderpump Rules is amazing. And I'm like, see, look. And like, then it's I- It's the perfect like, show to break in um, like straight dudes. And then I told him I was doing this today. I was like, yeah, like with Ryan and he's straight. He loved, like, see, other men love Bravo. Hey, that and guy's like, that dude's barely straight. There's no <laughs> way that dude's straight. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not saying you have to watch like Real Housewives of Dallas or like something like that. But I'm like, could Vanderpump Rules? Like, I'm like, please, I will start it from the beginning. And he's like, maybe in the winter. Like, we'll see, but- he should be lucky to see Vanderpump Rules. I that know. guy, I mean, come on. This is a unarguably good, like, I'll show Vanderpump Rules to people, and they usually genuinely immediately like it within two episodes. I know. And I love that now we can be, I can be like, you know what? This is an Emmy-nominated show. This yeah. is oh. <laughs> do you not do you not like art? Like what? Is, oh, I'm so, sorry. Yeah. This is an NCIS. Sorry. You're so uncultured. Like, wow. <laughs> um, so Vanderpump Rules, I mean, we... 
had a great time on Instagram, just really going off on Vanderpump Rules this season. They're filming season 11 now, and it's already gotten so ridiculous. And let's start with your name of your account, Jax, which, you know, you stopped being blocked by Jax in like real life a while ago because you and Jax started doing Instagram lives a couple of times. I remember I was asked to come on one of those lives and I was like, fuck no. And like you did it and you were doing good at it. You kind of like, like were, you know, you were able to poke fun of him a little bit and he was doing the aw shucks Jax, but now Jax is back. What do you think about Jax being back and they're doing the new Vanderpump Valley? I mean, I never for a second thought anything else that then he was trying to like use me like on it. I like never felt felt like he was genuine. I think I even mentioned that to you once. And yeah. So of course, like once Scandal happened, like he told me a few things about it, but he kind of like fell off on commenting everything I ever posted and like that <laughs> stuff. So I feel like he's like, oh, you know what? I'm in like my prime again. I am like, he is eating up. Like now he has his bar. Like, yeah. So guys, the, 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 him, see, this is what I love about the Vanderpump rules cast. Not just Jax is the way they're hypocritical is like insanely funny. Oh, Cause it's, Jax it's, would make fun of all of these people for opening their bars and all this stuff. And now on, I think it was Thursday or Friday, it got announced on their podcast that they're opening Jax's saloon in studio city in California. And we got the sign and the sign looks like you could make it in like Canva. It's like the like Western Western font. And uh, so he's opening the saloon. And then he also said this yesterday in a comment about Tom Sandoval. He says, we have a long history and we like making it fun at each other at each other. It's harmless. Don't read into things. I want the best for Tom. He's going through a lot and I know he deserved a lot of it, but I think it's time we just let things heal or be and move on. No point in grilling the guy anymore. We've all made mistakes in life. Did you read that? That's what Jax wrote about Tom Sandoval? I like rolled my eyes. Like, I can't believe my eyes are still in their sockets. Like, after how hard I wrote, like. What the hell is that? Before Scandoval. They haven't. Remember he gave, like, the Randy Jackson, like, Samurai. He he gave it back to Tom. Like, they have not been friends in years. I read that and I go, oh, Jax must be cheating again. Like Jax must be cheating again, and that's why he's like, "Come on, guys, let's I give know. him a break." Like, why are we doing this to him? Like, what? like what the fuck is that? Like, you get back. Like, you were supposed to dislike Tom Sandoval regardless of Raquel, and now you're like, "Give it, let's let's chill out, dude." You like went as hard as anybody on that dude. I bet you he heard like Tom needs people to film with on Vanderpump Rules, and he's like, maybe if I like get back in the friendship. I could come on and film with it. Like, well, it just shows you, it's like, it's like Bethany. It's so bullshit. Is that, okay. Once they get their like money taken away from them, that's when they, their real feelings potentially come out. But then if they have the opportunity to get back on the show, Hey guys, let's all be friends. Like it's bullshit. Ever did was preach over and over again. How he would never go on shows again. He's a past that. Ruin his family. Beautiful family. I, my beautiful family and I like I, I'm mature now and like he is a, he's at square one <laughs> like opening a bar, back in the bar. well like, I'm pretty 
Britt even said on the podcast, he goes, Jack's always told me open up a restaurant is a, a relationship killer. So I don't know. And I'm like, you got like, you're literally talking about what's about to happen. Like, you literally- like, oh, sorry. I only like said that when I didn't think I had the money to open one. But now that I do, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. It's a good investment. I think it's good. Uh, there, and you know, you know, he's going to get these women in like Hooters outfits. Oh, 100%. You know. With like, and like, wait, you said the sign. It looks like the entrance to every frontier Disney World like food stand, like the little like old time West like Kentucky <laughs> vibes. Like it would be great. It would be great if it was like an old time saloon, and he actually like it was like one of those where in the old West where they had prostitutes and stuff, and it was like Jax was like uh, Jax is like an elevated pimp type character <laughs> potentially. Everyone has like assless chaps on and like. <laughs> Well, no, it just bums me out because it just shows like we all just talk like we just talk shit. Nobody means anything truthfully because he does have a beautiful family. You know, like he does have a family. Like, wouldn't you want to protect that? And I guess money is the great motivator and you can take care of your family. But if you ruin your family, you're going to need more money to take care of that family eventually. I feel like that's the industry you get in last if you're trying to like... Philly family, the family industry, (laughs) like the bar industry. Like, I feel like even really successful bars, what, like it's a few years before you even get any kind of money back or like even break even like you put. Oh, totally. And he's like, like, I I honestly feel like he's one of those people that wakes up and is like, I'm going to start own a bar today. And like runs with it. (laughs) Well, it's like, he's that guy that probably still wakes up and goes, if I tried hard enough right now, I could still be an astronaut. Right. Like if I, I can still, yeah. Or like if I train hard, I could be a professional football player. Like yeah, at that he age. Has all those fit, like the chunky sweater line, beer cheat, like none of that has happened. Which and by the way, I wanted, I would have bought the beer cheese to try it. I would have definitely bought the chunky sweater. Like he had like, I'm like, I'll do the product. Just finish one of them. I think it was even less than a year ago. Remember they went on like the Today Show or something and he's writing a children's book. Do you know how we could write a children's book right now? Like, hey, you know, little Jax wanted to be on TV. Little Jax thought he could never do it. Little, like, we could write it right now in this minute and put it out. He can't do a children's book. But they, like, went on TV and everything to announce that and... Like where that, it's all it's all a show, and yeah. he's had that damn PR person for the last cut like like seven years. You know that PR person, like oh, they're always Lori. hanging out. Yeah, yeah, Lori, who does all the Lori Bachelor Lori. contestants. <laughs> like I'm like they've had to pay her every month, and it's just like little like Jack showing up to premiere. And Jack's always does that thing where he'll be like, uh, "Wow, I could get used to red carpets again." Like he'll show up on a. I'm like, you never went from red carpets. You're always showing it up as some like stupid movie premiere. Oh yeah, they're at like Paw Patrol, like the musical, like premiere. (laughs) (laughs) I remember back in the day, he had this one Instagram. I mean, this is back in the day after Stassi wrote her first book, and he he showed a picture of these books, and he goes, "Wow, they want me to write one of these." I don't know if I can do it. Like, I remember this Instagram story so much. And he had like a shot of like seven books and one was Stassi's. And he he was like, they want me to write one. I wonder if I can do it. I'm like, you can't, obviously. You can't do it. You can't even write a children's book, let alone... Like, like a children's book could be font like 92, like three words on page. Like, you do not... But it was a book about fatherhood. He couldn't finish a book about fatherhood. That's like, that's interesting. 
And, and like, what is he going to write about that we all don't already know? Like about his life. <laughs> I would be great of like, like broken noses, drug abuse, sleeping around, like, you know, like warning you about the pitfalls of getting older. I know. I don't know. That Tom Sandoval thing. I can't imagine Brittany would love that. Him to like write about all of his. Everybody that I meet that actually knows Brittany swears by Brittany. Like says, oh my God, the night, like just swears by Brittany. And then Jax is just that guy that like, I just don't think you can trust as far as you can throw him. Like he's entertaining, but even, but like that, that Tom Sandoval comment got me. I was like, wow, you really shifted 180. And I don't know what he, what Tom Sandoval could have said that would have made Jax write something like that because Jax would, I remember Jax texting the girls on like reunion day, like Ariana, you got this girl. Remember that? Like, it, this? <laughs> I was like, this is just insane. So what is, you know, after the fact, and now that they're filming, where do you, where are you at now with the Raquel, Rachel, Tom situation, Ariana, are you still think it's as disgusting as it was? Where, where, where are you feeling? And, and Tom Sandoval's behavior since. I think his behavior just makes it like worse and worse. Like, does this whole thing keep me up at night still? Like it did for three months, like not as much, but I mean, like that interview he just recently did where he like joked about like him talking like having sex still. Oh, the, the walk and talk, the yeah. walk and talk out like, of the bar. Yeah. Things like that where I'm like, maybe you should just stop speaking for like a couple of months. And yeah. you know, you're speaking. not good at it. Like it's okay not to be good at like speaking. Just right. don't do it. I feel like whenever I like don't think about him, he comes back and just acts like such an idiot that and like I've been rewatching Vanderpump Rules. It's like my work background show. And <laughs> like watching it now, I'm like, oh my God, he's always been such a narcissist. It's so like see that's it's so easy to see when you now go back, but like I bought into him hook, line, and sinker. Oh, me too. Um isn't it funny too that we always see on those walk and talks? He has his like Avengers of you know like dorks, uh, Billy Lee yeah. and Ky- and Kyle Chan, Ky- <laughs> like Kyle Chan, like Kyle Chan's always in the background too. And I'm like, this dude actually has a real job making jewelry, and he has to like, and he seems like he has such a boner to like just follow Tom Sandoval. I don't understand it at all. Like Billy Lee, I get like she probably wants to be back on the show, and. But like Kyle Chan, like you said, like don't you have a, a lucrative we, business? Like, yeah, don't you have like? I mean, your business is giving discounts to reality stars on your jewelry, and like you're not even you're just following this one man around. And I remember Ariana saying to me, she was like, uh, she was like, I'm, I'm very. She was, uh, she was ex- like explaining very upset about Kyle Chan because she considered Kyle one of her friends as well, and it very because Kyle was very aware of what was going on. And I was like, yeah, dude, like I don't know where that bro line like stops and starts of like, yeah, man, you shouldn't be like having a full relationship while you're with Ariana. Like I remember, well, I always say I like, when I went over to Tom's place to interview him a couple years ago, I, and I, like, I was in love with that dude. So I was like, Oh yeah. And like at the very end, we didn't even do this on camera or on mic. I said, Hey, who are you? Cause I was like, really like trying to get it. Like, who are your heroes, Tom? Like, who do you really look up to? And he like, and I remember him saying the answer and I was like, red flagged it, but I was like, so in love with him that I didn't, I was like, Oh, he said, Kyle Chan was his hero in life. Oh and I, God. I remember going, 
well, that's weird. It like, is weird. I was like, that's weird. And he's like, you just the way he works, dude. It's like, it's like really inspirational. And I'm like, and I didn't wow. ask. <laughs> that's what I was like, you mean like, like jewelry? Like I was like, I was trying to understand because I couldn't understand from the show or from like little snippet, you know, like I was like, yeah. what do you look up? It, it was such a weird little moment that stood out to me. And he probably didn't even hesitate. He was like, oh, I this has been my hero forever. Kyle Chan. Like, I don't even need yeah. to. Yeah, no, it was, I don't know, but it's, so it's that thing of like, when you like somebody, you fill in all the blanks for them. Like in that, like, I remember even like that would have red flagged anybody if anybody else said Kyle Chan. But I remember since it was Tom, I was like, Kyle Chan must be a great guy. That must, that and must. Like, be what so are true. we missing? Not like, like well, what do we not <laughs> Well, it rocked my foundation. Cause I was like, if I now dislike Tom Sandoval, does that mean I need to like Jax? And then I was like, wait, two things can be true at once. I can dislike both of them potentially. Oh yeah. That's totally possible. Where are you at with DJ James Kennedy? So he blocked me and I'm really sorry. <laughs> I loved him. <laughs> Why did he block you? What'd you do? Um, I like made a comment about, you know, remember <laughs> this episode from last season, but like when him and Allie were at that like horoscope person and he just kept oh, like yeah. cutting her and she looked like, yeah. so He's like, look how beautiful she is. She's so equine, her facial feet. She's so and the woman's like, okay, like Virgos and Allie's like trying to listen. And James is like, like on her. And I like made a con and the picture I got was like perfect. Cause her face was like. <laughs> he looks like concerned with all and then he blocked me i think he's a little sensitive but wait did he follow you no but i i mean i think people send like stories and yeah like it, it is one of those things that i'll always if i do something that i know can be i'll always immediately go check if i've got blocked like like it's one of the like like Paige and hannah blocked me craig has blocked me Austin has not weirdly like I, I give credit to Austin because I love to make fun of Austin, but it's done in love for the most part. But right. it's like it is funny when you're like, oh, that got like that got to them. Like Craig, it got to him that I made fun of like I'll make constant lawyer jokes of like there's only one did man you? to represent Erica Jane, and then I'll do his law photos, and that's what did it with Craig. I feel like I've heard he's super sensitive and like kind of like a jacks when it comes to blocking. Well, I listened to his audiobook and he's very he's like because he got I didn't realize this, but he he got made fun of when he was a kid. And there's like a whole chapter about it, how it really got to him. And then I was like, of course, that makes sense because he's always really upset when Shep makes fun of him or anybody makes fun of him on the show. So it, I, I totally agree with him blocking me or anybody that upsets him. But it is interesting. He is very sensitive about it. It's like you're in the wrong industry if you cannot be like made fun of at all. <laughs> and also you're in the wrong industry too. And like, if you're around like a bunch of women that you want to hook up with and you're on a Bravo show, it's good. Like people are going to talk about your dating history. They're going to talk about your work history. Like these things are going to come up as fodder for reality shows. Why did Paige block you? I, well, I think it was either in solidarity with Craig or in solidarity with Hannah. Cause I went after Hannah pretty hard on that season where she acted like a nut job. And oh, yeah. I had really liked Hannah up until that point, but I thought like the Luke stuff, I mean, I thought she was just wild and like the, I don't know, for some reason, I just thought she was really horrible. Um, and, and then also the, the page thing, 
I mean, I do make fun of her laying in bed a lot, but I also try to point out that I lay in bed a lot, but I do think yeah. it's like, it's not summer bed, it's summer house. Like, let's get out of bed. Let's take away your phone. And I think just sometimes I don't like the person that is just on the show snarking about everybody on the show, but won't be honest about their own lives. I understand that. Yeah. I mean, like, like she's still going to comment on everybody else, but. I want to see the Craig stuff. Like you, you and Craig, there seems to be some real issues there. We'll get one conversation. She'll immediately revert to tears and then it's over. If she <laughs> cries, it's done. Conversation done. <laughs> but it's funny. I could actually picture Craig blocking you and then talking to her and be like, if you love me, you'll block him too. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I hope, like, I hope not. I hope it's, I'm hope I'm never, ever a conversation for anybody in that sense. Cause it's, you know, it's like so silly what we do. It's silly. It's, 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 so it's meant silly. to, I mean, maybe there's a bigger point sometimes, but not really. Like you had a great uh, Instagram the other day that I like, couldn't like fast enough was uh, about, name a housewife that you once loved that you now absolutely hate and you put Heather gay and I couldn't have agreed more. So you were the same with her Heather gay as I am. I really cannot stand her. I think it was like the black eye obviously. And then immediately after that was Thailand where I think she was insufferable also. Oh my God. And then I was, did you listen to that podcast Scamanda? Mm mm. It's just about, it's like the, about this a girl, Amanda, that like faked cancer. And so she scammed all like all of this, like her religious group and her church, all of these people out of money. She ended up going to jail, but it like at the very end, there are all these people of like, I'll never talk to her again. What a trash person. And then there was one person going, you know what? I'll be a shoulder for her to cry on. I'll, I'll always. And it reminded me of Heather Gay and how she would talk about Jen Shaw, even that Jen Shaw was guilty of like, we all make mistakes. And I was like, there's always that one person that doesn't ever like to see reality and that, I don't know, that, that almost takes pride in being used. And then I read Heather Gay's book or listened to the audio book. And that's when my even, it kind of shifted even further because I realized, oh my God, she's always loved Bravo so much. And she's just starstruck she just and she's it, like i think it like gets to them after a while when you do get attention and start getting attention like i feel like it's gotten to heather gay i think it has too i think because people like loved her season one and in the beginning because you know she's not this like stick thin like yeah like she was saying it like it is making oh, yeah, fun of they're like at a restaurant and she's like, I want mozzarella sticks. Like I don't like, I eat I eat mozzarella sticks. I have I have big thighs. Yeah, like and like her dating insight was always like really funny and relatable. And then I think she knew that everyone loved her and that she was like the relatable funny one. And I feel like as soon as you let that like take over your ego, you immediately become like the most disliked one on this show. Yeah. Like don't, don't buy into your own bullshit is like a really good rule of thumb. And like, even when people are loving you have a healthy skepticism about even that, like all of this could go away tomorrow. And especially this kind of fame reality show fame is such a low level kind of fame. Like we all love it. But in the end of the time, like that can go away really quickly. And then you're not most of most of them aren't Bethany Frankel where they sold a liquor company. So right. most of them, then you get into this game of trying to get back on your show, like the Jill Zarens and the, you know, like then we see this constant like it. It must not be as bad as Bethany makes it because you have all of these women fighting to get back on their franchises at all times. 
Oh yeah, like constantly. Like Tamra, but like Vicky, I think is like dying to come back full time. Oh, Vicky's like full court press right now. Oh yeah, she's like, and like Bethany did come back at one point. And yeah, and then went back. What? And that's what I want to see the contracts when she came back because at that point she was already a millionaire. So if she really was concerned about like contractual, I would love to see the negotiation when she came back because she was already a millionaire at that point. I know. I think she was saying it was something like obscene. Like she would only come back for like a certain amount and they did it. And she was like, Oh my God. Okay. Like, but would you like to see Nini come back? Yeah. But I know that will never happen. <laughs> but Well, I she did say on the Carlos King said, she's like, uh, Andy, I don't know how far we, you know, why, how, how we've gotten to this point. And I'm like, well, I do. You said he was like, yeah, yeah, do, yeah it's like you said some really choice things about him. Like, you know, so, I mean, like she put out maybe a little bit of an olive branch, but I don't, I don't really foresee it happening, but Andy's in a weird position right now. Like, does he need to make up with Nini so Nini doesn't join Bethany's uh, Avengers of reality show reckoning people? And that's true. And I feel like right now it's such a trend of like old OGs coming back. Like we have like Taylor now again, like Heather came back, Tamara, like it's, and like Cherie came back, like so many older, not old age, but like older oh, OG, like, old, like, oh, yeah, coming back and people are like loving it. So I, I mean, I, I think the wheels could be spinning in Nini's head a little bit like, oh, wow, I could come back and like people are loving Atlanta right now. Like, so <laughs> this is what happened. Andy needs to find out who signed their name to this reckoning and then literally just go down the list. Go, Hannah, you want to come back on the show? Yeah. Okay. Like they'll be done with the lawsuit in a second. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, Ramona, you want to come out? Yeah. Okay. Like then the, the thing will be done. Everybody just wants back on their show. So I'll be really, I'm interested in the conversation in terms of, but I don't know, like people like Vanderpump Rules is a massive hit this season, but they also forget that it was a massive bomb the last two seasons before that. Oh my like god! Like it, it almost got canceled. That that was so bad. Like that COVID season. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I mean, what? they did a funeral for Dog the Lizard. Like Schwartz killed his lizard, and that was like a whole episode almost. Yes. I remember watching in shame going, this is the show that I love. I'm watching a lizard funeral at the Mondrian, like <laughs> Bo and Stassi come to pay their respects. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I know. And like, I can, and like, obviously Scandaval is definitely what catapulted it back. Yeah. Um, I'm like, maybe everyone needs like some crazy kind of scam. I know Atlanta does. But oh god, I mean Atlanta, it's like they're like little scenes or like all those ladies are funny. It just doesn't work as a group at all. I it honestly is hard for me to watch Atlanta right now. Like I'll it's be it's like work, it feels like work now. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, like I need to vacuum or like I need to fold that laundry, like while I'm watching. And then, <laughs> and then I like can't I'm not keeping track of what's happening, and it's like because I don't care. Like I'm not and then I'm mad because I have to go back because I'm like, do I go back and like I have weird OCD where I want to see everything? Like I can't just skip over things. So then I realize I'm not paying attention at all, or I'm fully on my phone invested in something else. Else. And then it's weird because like with Real Housewives of New York, I mean, I'm, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts, but I am actually at the point because I don't know any of these ladies still that I'm listening. I'm like actually paying attention to try to figure out who they I are. I really like it. I like it a yeah. lot. I was shocked to see an article recently that the ratings have declined each week on them. 
we suck as a fan base, dude. We bitch and moan. And then we don't watch the show. We don't watch crap. Like you even posted, you're like, I haven't kept up with crappy Lake. I know. I'm like, God damn it. Like I need to. And it's good. It's, it's, it's like so a funny good. little, it's like 21 minutes of your life. It's like, but if we don't show up for these shows, how do we expect new shows to be made? And I think New York, like I'm digging the low level, like drama, like cheese plates, restaurants. Do we, you live in New York? Do you like catch? I do. I honestly, I'm like, am I a loser? Because I don't. You're kind of an Instagram mod. You're kind of an Instagram influencer. Like Bryn says. I'm like, oh my God, am I just like such a loser that I like, am I outdated? Am I? (laughs) No, I I think it was like, but I knew exactly. But I think that made Bryn look bad that more bad than the, I mean, like, come on. It was just, it's it's a very catty thing to say. I'm like, it is. And it really isn't that like a bad place at all by any means. So I'm like, like maybe it used to be more popular at one point, but it's not like, Oh my God, you went there. Like, don't tell anyone like you're going to be blacklisted from like any. No, I love, I loved, I like what a silly, stupid fight that I loved. And, but like, I'm also at that point where I can love or hate any of these ladies. And I liked it each week. It like changes. Like I was really annoyed at Sai, and then I heard Sai's story at the end where she was talking about growing up poor, and I was like, "Oh, of course!" Like it, I like filling in those blanks where you're like, "Oh, now I see why she is the way she is." I like that. I like that too, and I think they're just like, like more current New York, like the Roni, old Roni. Like I obviously love OG Roni. Like who doesn't? Yeah. Like no one hangs out on the Upper East Side. It is like dead. It is so quiet all the time. Like much more like residential than like families and stuff like that. It's not. And it's like it's one of the cheaper parts of the city to live in is the Upper East Side. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, like more up like in the 80s, but um, like no one goes out there ever. Like if you're I like, Upper East Side was supposed to be like super fancy or like I don't know. It's like by the park, like in the 60s and 70s, but like the more like it's not like a fun neighborhood by any means. Like it's really just snooty old women yeah. <laughs> up there. And like I think they tried to bring Leah in to bring more of that like downtown like vibe. And Dude, what a flop. Burned. I know. And my boyfriend. You know, can I can I say something about <laughs> Leah that really what would your boyfriend say? He went to high school with her brother. <laughs> what did he say? I, I, we saw the brother a couple times on the show. So he said, because he was like, like knew I loved Bravo, all that. He's like, do you know Leah McSweeney? I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, oh my God, we went to the same high school. Like, I know. I was like, if you hooked up with her, I swear to God. I know. Did he go? Like, I'm like, I don't know if I would be so excited and want to know everything or like block you. But- was she a generous <laughs> lover? Tell us. <laughs> He said that she was like a basket case. Honestly, he was like, she was. I, I mean, she seems like she admits she's a basket case. Yeah. I will say the thing about Leah that will like Leah has a podcast now. And I feel like Leah's that person that want, like she's into issues that she wants to be smarter. Like she, she wants to be smarter than she is. Like, if that makes sense, like she always like wants to talk about these like feminist issues. And then I'll listen to some like to things, what she'll say. And it like, she can't keep up in the conversations she she wants to be a part of. And then with the podcast, it makes me laugh because she's already trying to do live shows, but nobody's listening to the actual podcast. And that's the thing that I'm like, build your audience first and then like try to do the things that are like the big podcast thing. Right. I didn't know? even know she had a podcast. So yeah, I mean, guys go check it out. I mean, she has good guests. She had, um, Kelly, um, uh, 
uh, Kells on Earth uh, from the hills and all that stuff. Oh. The, the all black. Kelly Catron. Okay. Kelly Catron. <laughs> Kelly Catron. I mean, she's had a bunch of... Uh, anyways, sorry. Just offshoot topic. Uh, but yeah, Roni. I'm digging Roni. Atlanta, not digging Atlanta. Back to Vanderpump Rules. Do you want Raquel to come back? They're saying that she's not coming back for season 11 now. And she potentially joined Bethany's reality union. Oh, God. Um she probably doesn't even know like what the union is about. Like she's probably like, I think Bethany talked to, I think Bethany talked to Raquel's mom and got her involved. Like real for real. Does Raquel like, like her parents, I feel like are doing every decision for her. And they're doing a bad, like to get rid of the dog at that time to get rid of the dog. Like I know the dog bit her, but like she might've said like maybe the wrong time to give the dog up because we're, we're, we're in such a shit storm with Rachel and Raquel and Tom's actions that maybe now's not the time to say we just abandon a dog. I know. Like, Oh, at, right. After she wears that, like be a kind person or be a good person hat. Yeah. She was finally spotted be a kind person. I mean, I feel like the show, like, I don't want her back. I honestly can't stand her. Like she, I, this season of Vanderpump Rules, like, you know how, like, the night it premieres, like, they'll play the old episode before the new one. I couldn't watch the old ones before the new ones because it made me, like, so, eh. like, I could not watch them. I, like, her and Tom, it, it was just so gross to me, like, watching everything after what we knew had happened. And, like, the campfire thing on her birthday, like, I, like, she... Uh, I'm like, ha- I know a lot of people like want her back because obviously she was part of that huge drama, but like, yeah. I'm fine with her not coming back. I think maybe she came back in the finale and like spoke to like had a conversation well, with people. But- my, my, my whole point is that like, if she went and did like mental health facility, like that has been told that she did. First off, I think Tom should have done it way more than Raquel. And he just went back on the, I mean, his therapy's the road. You guys rock, rocking out, dude. Wait. Did you see his? Did you see the Tom Sandoval in the Most Extras show? No, in New York. Okay, because yeah, a lot of people, I was shocked at the people that I would see, and a lot of my listeners went, and they seemed like they had a great time. But I would always be shocked at first because I'd be like, "Oh man, really? That's wild!" Like, and he would be shirtless with his nipples yeah. protruding, like, and they're all like taking selfies, and he's loving it. And I was like, "That is such an interesting thing," because I would feel like such shame at what I had done, but he doesn't seem like he feels shame yeah. at all. No, and I honestly wouldn't give him 10 cents of my money to go see him. Like, I do not want to feed into anything he does. Like, I do not want to give him my money. I don't care if it was free. Like, I just do not want, I mean, I don't even, th- I don't think like my mere presence could do that. But like, I just, I don't want to feed into his bullshit. I really don't. Like, I, yeah. I if he was playing next door to my apartment, like, I'm not going it does seem like there's definitely a psychosis there about celebrity for him. But it also just seems like the obliviousness, like most people would pack it in or take a really long break and he didn't. And I think that really shows where he is mentally in his life. Uh, but Raquel though, the point I keep making is that like, sure. I mean, I'll, I'd have her back, but if she went to that mental health facility, I hope she also went to public speaking classes because she was not even able to explain her feelings at the reunion. So how do we expect her to come in? Like, Oh, I want to, I want a chance to, ha- to hear her story. She's not yeah. going to be able to say it. She's not a good speaker. No, she cannot articulate herself at all. And it would just be a waste of time. And honestly, I feel like if you went to a mental health facility, facility like that, 
you would leave and be like, I can't do the show. It is so like psychological. There is no therapist that would recommend you going back to reality television. No one. No, like, unless it was some like crackhead therapist in an alleyway, like that you just stumbled upon. Like it is no one with it who went to college for therapy would ever to be like, you know what? We just spent months dissecting this and talking about it, but go back. Like, well, well, yes, I just like, like I would, I I kept joking on my recaps. I'd be like, well, I want her to go through like training where she's all tatted up and she's like, let's fucking go. You want a fucking piece of me, James? Let's go. I want her like face tats and like, seen like she's seen some shit. No, like she's just like I'm fucking ready, dude. I'll fuck your man too, dude. Like <laughs> your man. I, I want that's the Raquel I want instead of like I don't know. It's just good to be loved. Oh, like, I, don't, I know. And then like um, that's the thing is that Bethany argued in this lawsuit or not lawsuit, but the papers, the warning shot at Bravo is that said you know Raquel was used by bravo and she was put in bad situations mentally unhealthy situations which it's like welcome to the world of television i'm not trying to be heartless here but it is a reality show where the producers under obligation to not put like they didn't make them cheat with each other right producers and by the way i'm glad we can finally now agree with this lawsuit that they are saying the shows are real so you can't say it's scripted they're real so then if that's true are they under obligation to not film if something is happening like this with the characters? That's the thing. And then if that is true, they already have contracts in place because all of a sudden they are doing something considered exciting for reality television. Should they automatically their contracts be null and void and you get more money immediately? Like that's just not how contracts work. Unfortunately. No, like that's the real world that like, if I'm doing really good at my job this week, I'm not like, Hey, that I, my salary doesn't match the work I did this week. Yeah. <laughs> Renegotiate. <laughs> I mean, like I'm I'm pro union. Like I'm a Screen Actors Guild. I, I'm happily striking, but I will say it's kind of weird because it just doesn't. Like I think in future negotiations, Raquel would have an upper hand, and maybe there is a like a bonus structure that can be put into place for shows that get this insanely big. But all of a sudden, are they supposed to throw out contracts? And I'm just asking quite like because the show is all of a sudden successful and, and Raquel cheated on Tom. So we need to give her extra. No, it's like it, it just is ridiculous. And I feel like if you do that for one person, then you're going to have to start doing it for everybody. And then everyone is just going to be so out of control. But like because they want a storyline that is just so great that they have to get like that raise. And it's just not going to be like genuine reality TV anymore. If everyone's trying to be like the most outlandish or the most scandalous so that they can get a higher pay raise. Like it's just well, get out of control. These women have all been raised on Bravo at this point. Like my example of Heather Gay and things like they know these shows. So also they know that they're going into an unhealthy, potentially toxic work environment. And they usually are campaigning to get like, by the way, I would never ever recommend anybody to go on a real housewives in new jersey that fucking stuff like that scares the fan base scares me for that like i get scared like i like i one of the jersey a couple jersey housewives wanted to come on the show and i was like i don't i don't think i want that now like i really had to like because i saw what was happening to other people that were having and then there was like one podcast that was started having siggy flicker on and i was like I'm, i'm like good like it's not it's deep for me, but it's not that like, I don't need that. 
no, no one needs that. But like, and it's also like with the paying and stuff, like, should we really be rewarding Rachel for fucking her friend's boyfriend? Like, oh, you did such a good job fucking was your the- friend, man. Here's 50K. <laughs> was the, is the argument that like, I did it for the show? Because you know, Jax Taylor will one day use that argument of like, babe, I had to fucking cheat, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> I need to pay our bills. It's the only way. Like, that'll be the excuse one. That would totally be the excuse. He's going to fuck a bartender from Jax's saloon. <laughs> Named Candy. <laughs> and the only person that'll stand behind him is Randall. And he'll be like, I guess I can forgive you now, Randall. You don't <laughs> want to pay me the hundred grand after all. <laughs> I mean, pretty soon we're going to see a flip-flop on Jax with Randall, too, of like, Guys, it's it's enough with Randall. He's a good guy. We all make mistakes. Like, I do have a feeling, too, that Randall probably has some dirt on Jax. So okay. Jax, like, I have a, because they were like boys. And I have a feeling they've, like, talked, you know, weird, like, shop about girls, you know? Remember, they all thought Randall was, like, the coolest guy oh. ever. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Like, what a guy. What a, oh, and remember that that horrible prank they did where they uh, he had his cop, like his actor cop buddies. Yes. And Katie was the only one that was like, dude, this is fucked up. And Schwartz is like, you suck, dude. You fucking suck, so attracted to you in my entire life. <laughs> dude, poor Kate. What did you think about Katie this season? So I... Like in the beginning, the first few seasons when she was just kind of like in the background, like I was whatever. Then her wedding to Tom that season, I was like, sh- I could not stand her for the longest time. Yeah. And then I I did start to like her again recently. Like I think, like and watching it back too, like I've been rewatching Vanderpump. Like he was such a piece of shit to her. Like I and was. You only realize like, now how much. I mean, you know, it's like, but he's just so dang. Like men are charming, so we get more attention than women a lot of the times. Right. And like I just, I just watched the episode where Jax is saying to him, like, "I would be so happy if you cheated on Katie. That would make my whole life. Fuck her." And Katie's like, "Why are you hanging out with these people?" <laughs> And he's like, I don't know. Actively rooting against our relationship. Right. And he's like, Katie, you don't understand. Like, Jax and I have been there for each other for the past four years. I can't just. uh," I'm like, oh, my God, you're such a little baby bitch. Like, (laughs) that's the only thing that I sometimes like kind of regret that Scandal happened because I would have liked to have even seen more of Katie's redemption arc. Not that she was trying to have a redemption arc, but I saw more of Katie's point of view this season than I'd ever had before. And I thought that was really, and and I think Schwartz got off really easy at the reunion because of Scandaball, because I mean, you would have had more conversations about the actual divorce. And I think Katie's a great example of somebody living for themselves finally and finding success in that. But once again, Katie was never going to be as, um, uh, as charming as Schwartz is on TV. That's just not like Katie's a beautiful woman. She's funny in her own right, but Schwartz is always going to be, Schwartz is always going to win the TV game. Right. He's like the puppy dog. Like, yeah. Like even like, I even like, Oh, that's like all girls have, all girls will tell me still of like, Oh, he could get it. Oh, I would do. I'm like, why do you girls set yourself up for failure? If we are commenting on guys behavior, just don't sleep with them. Just refuse to. I'd rather have sex with PK 
than any than Tom Schwartz. At yeah, this I can point. actually make that happen if you're serious. If you okay. really are serious. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Jade? May I put my little weary in you? Oh, like, you like, do, you want, do you want do you want me, boy George? Sure. Culture club. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, we gotta talk about Kyle. Kyle Kyle Richards was at Lollapalooza in Chicago this weekend to see her special friend, Morgan Wade, the country singer. And, and we just got also announcement that Kyle Richards is in the new Morgan Wade music video where they, they did a funny thing about internet rumors and stuff, I guess. And it was kind of a joke on us. Or I haven't watched the video yet, but I will. But what, do you, what is your whole take on this Mauricio Kyle stuff? I feel like now she's trolling us. Like she, they... But what a weird troll. Like at what, like who cares? Like, I mean, like, I mean, what do you, what do you get out of, like, isn't it just more confuse your family that you're doing this? They're trolling us. Isn't Portia like, why is it mommy home? And Mauricio's like, she's at Morgan's show, sweetie. Like (laughs) she's trolling her fans, sweetie. Like it's so bizarre. And I honestly was so shocked when the initial expiration uh, announcement happened. Cause I really thought they were like, never going to have problems or like never. Well, I thought they would never admit it to us. Yeah. And then the fact that people magazine posted it, like people magazine could post the sky is green. And I'd be like, Oh, true. Like it must be. Well, I will know to your credit, to people's credit though. It usually, once it gets to that place, they have a source in place. It's not like daily mail. Right. So when people posted the Kyle Mauricio thing, I was like, okay, they're like, this is legit. Like something is happening. And I had just a couple of days before gone down that whole rabbit hole of like Morgan and Kyle. Yeah. Everybody was posting, <laughs> everybody was posting like, like it was face reality uh, yes. 16 and Tracy Morrissey. And they were posting these really intense like dives. Like Tracy Morrissey found that the Rolex that Mauricio had given her that Morgan Wade was wearing on stage, the $10,000 Rolex. Every little detail. They've, and oh my like, God. This is true. This has to be. And I still think it is. I mean, like, it was, I mean, it was so phony how immediately after that announcement came out, they like all went to Aspen and were like, oh my God, look at this happy Kimosabi family. Yeah, like, they're all wearing their Kimosabi. <laughs> Dude, I shit you not. Mauricio had a look like he was trolling us because it looked like the biggest hat I'd ever seen in my life. I was like, that can't be a real hat. Like, it was like, it was like two times the size of a normal cowboy hat. It's it, Now is my favorite part of the show where I get to talk about our sponsor. And this week, we are once again sponsored by our friends over at Quince. Now, Quince is here to help you with your wardrobe. We are well into summer. We are looking towards the fall. And I would say all of our wardrobes need an upgrade, right? So instead of a flimsy, fast fashion haul, spend your money wisely on high quality essentials that will last beyond this season. Now, Quince is my new spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. And I got to tell you, it was it's awesome. Like they have this website, you can I'm pulling it up right now and it's just literally quince.com. You can do that within 5 seconds. Do it right now while you're listening and you come to a website where you can look at amazing clothing for men and women and baby and kids. I mean, it's all laid out there for you. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, of course, Italian leather bags and 14-karat gold jewelry 
from $30. So all their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. So I have two pieces for them so far. I have this blue um, like light blazer that will be with me forever, and it looks awesome. I'm kind of a bigger guy, and it fits me perfectly. And also then I have this, like, I love color blue. Like This is like a dark blue, kind of like, it's not a coat, but it almost feels like it's a little bit of a heavier texture. And it sits really nice on me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, guys, you got to see it. It sits really nicely on me. But what I loved about these pieces is that they are pieces that I truly will be able to wear until I completely tatter them. But it's only, it's going to take like a decade for that to even start to happen. Um, and I thought, you know, these kind of things, I thought, okay, well, that in a normal store, maybe like 150 for the 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 nice shirt jacket. And then for the sports jacket, I thought 200, you're talking a hundred dollars for everything. I mean, it's awesome. And they fit great. they look amazing. I know you're wondering though, Ryan, how do they do it? Quince partners directly with top factories to cut the cost of the middleman and pass that savings right on to you. Now, what's even better is that Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. This company cares about that stuff. We should care about that stuff. So you can feel good about getting high quality items that last longer. So here's the deal. Upgrade your closet this summer, this fall with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365 day returns. And I'll put this in the show notes as well. And then I guess just DM me if you want to see me in my nice looking blazer. And I, maybe that's, I'll spice up the deal. I'll send you a picture of me in my Quince blazer. Anyways, uh, they're great. Back for the remaining portion of our show. Look like. I, like, I just feel, I think it's true. I honestly do think she is hooking up with Morgan. Who goes to, like, even my best friends, like, I'm, I'd go to like maybe two of your concerts if you were like my the oldest and dearest <laughs> friend. Like I'm not going to like back in the day when I did shitty improv, I wouldn't even ask my friends to go. Like and Kyle's showing up to like, and we know Kyle has like a boner for like Casey Musgraves and country music in general. She loves like Morgan Wallen, but like she like I love that Kyle is like Kanye West in like discovering new artists. Oh, like is this like I'm gonna but but she's putting all of her credibility. Or her low, like her reality show fame, to try to promote this girl's, like that's how much she believes in this girl's music. It's it's so bizarre. And then like I saw the video of her at the concert, and like I hate to say this, I mean she's more talented than Tom Sandoval, but I was like, oh, she like, I don't know if she's really. <laughs> well, I, I don't like country. I like I, I like Casey Musgraves and I like Garth Brooks, but I, I'm not really dipping to I don't dip into country as Tom Sandoval would say that much. But I'm still not going to go out and listen to Morgan Wade's music left. But uh, Maritza, who works with me, she goes, have you heard Morgan Wade's like not singing voice, her regular voice? And I just realized I hadn't. And she sent me this video. I was shocked. She was like. Hey, Kyle, what's going on? What's going on? It kind of sounded a little like country bumpkin. I didn't realize she had like a higher kind of 
very country voice. Have you heard her speaking voice? I haven't. You got to go listen to it. It's, I was like, that's really, I don't know why it's interesting, but it's interesting. And then isn't Kyle like doing her documentary also? On Morgan Wade. Who's going to watch that? I'm sorry. Kyle. I like, I don't even like to watch that many documentaries on things I actually give a shit about. And like, let alone that. But think about like a new friend, like you, you've been a friend for like a year and a half, maybe, or a new boyfriend, girlfriend, like it's, it's getting obsessive. It's like when you fall in, like, you know, like if, if the, if the first six months of your relationship with your dude, you were like, I need to make a documentary on you. It's like, that's the kind of love she's in right now of like, I need the world to know. You are so I, you, yeah, you are the best. And she's like, really? I don't know. I didn't like singing with songs, you know? <laughs> And like Kathy, like she's introduced her to Kathy. Oh my God. This is like, I, I honestly think they are hooking up. I think they're together. I think. Which I don't care. I'm like, I'm a weird person. Like I don't, I don't care about sexuality and like whatever floats your boat. I'm just more fascinated. What a interesting. And especially after hearing Jenna Lyon's story of when she turned 40, starting to be attracted to women at that point on Roni. And it seems like a common, like, do you think, Jen, it, you know, that one day you will uh, potentially find your Morgan Wade if if the relationship with your current boyfriend doesn't work out? You know, I think I'm going to string him along for like 20 more years and then I'm going to fall in love with someone else. I, secretly, I would in the back of my head go, I've got to like, this is like a warning shot to all men though. Like we've got to like, we've got to have a reunion, like a union of men of like, just like keeping us like, just don't fucking do bad things. And women won't have to eventually find the love of women that will obviously is better. Like Jen Alliance can't shut up about how amazing like, Oh, we both like, you know, our needs are always met. Like if that, if the word gets out to all the women about that, Guys are fucked. Right. And I think like with Kyle, it's less about like who it is and like the sexuality thing, but it's more like, oh my God, they were like the couple of Bravo. Like I, no one ever thought that they would break up. They were always like so over the top PDA and like, I love you. Like, and then for all of the sudden them to be like, you know, we've had a tough year where, and now she's like with this Morgan chick all the time. I think like that is what is more shocking. Like if Erica Jane and her, and her husband were still together and she was hooking up with a woman, everyone would be like, okay, like saw that. Yeah, nobody, it, it depends on who it is. Like, yeah. Like I wasn't shocked about Erica Jane and Tom. Like I was shocked more about the bilking of all the millions of dollars than I, cause I never thought that it was a real relationship in the sense of love to begin with. Oh no, it totally wasn't. But like Kyle Mauricio, they've been together forever. I mean, so was it uh, 20 plus years like that? They have a family, they have businesses. They really did, a, you know, I, I don't know. And that's a long time. So this is, it'll be interesting to hear the story if we get to hear the truth of it. But I also can't wait to watch Dorit cry on camera about it. Like, oh, oh Kyle, oh, Kyle. Oh, Something's like, so I just want you to be happy, Kyle. I say, I say, oh, if you want to, I'll take you to a sauna, buy you a massage, you know. Or like, what if, it's like crying, but then text Mo like you up, like heard you're single. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I mean, you never know. And then they pick cameras back up like they did with Vanderpump rules. And I can only like, I don't know if it's going to, it's not going to be the same you guys, because I think they're in agreement on this. I know. And I think it's also that why she has like not said anything about it either is because she wants everyone to like watch the show and like the cameras picked up. Like they're not like Vanderpump rules where I feel like we've already watched next season. Like we are seeing everything happen in real time. Yeah. 
like I don't I think Kyle is like, you know what, we're gonna get my version on the show. We're gonna get Mauricio's version and we're not like because like nothing really has come out since then. The their no. team is being pretty well, hush hush. But also don't you think it's also like that there's a bit of it that we don't care as much? Probably. Like, you know, like how we were like, like searching for information about Raquel and Tom. Like we were like really just going off on the memes. Like it's kind of like, I mean, I got like, I made a meme the other day because of the music video, but I don't really genuinely check in on Morgan and Kyle. Cause yeah. I'm like, yeah, I mean, they're whatever. Like, I think there's like an older generation thing too, with like housewives and Vanderpump. It's just younger people that are still fucking up. I mean, they're getting older obviously, but it's just a different thing. Right. And I feel like you can't top Scandal, really. Like, that was so wild. And the details uh, of that. It's Haley's comment. You once in a lifetime. It's once never going to come. You're ne- do you do you have 10 more minutes? Yeah. Are you? Okay. You were right. Okay. Sorry. I, I just didn't get to cover. Okay. Cool. Good. Good. Because I'm having such a good. Are you having a good time? Are you good? Yeah. I, I okay, have cool. okay. at all. Okay. Because I did. I, we haven't hit a couple of things that I wanted to hit. Um, uh, Tom Sandoval, we had our first preview. He's on another reality series for Fox called re, I think it's re, um, it's called, I don't know. It's some place where they make him something, right? What's like, that? Like oh, special forces, special, special forces. <laughs> and they have a clip of Tom Sandoval with a bloody nose. And he's like, I, I want to be punished, you know, like, and, and it's like, then Nick Vile, who's on the cast as well. It's a wild cast. You guys, it's like Jojo Siwa. It's Tara Black Reed, China. Black China, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> Finally, Tom Sandoval feels shame when he sees the other cast members of Special Forces. But then Nick Vile, who it's sad when I was like, wow, Nick Vile, is he like the actual guy that has the best reputation of this entire cast right now? Like I was almost, I was like, Nick, do you want to do this show? It seems like, do you want to be lumped in with Black China and stuff? But um he then said that Tom Sandoval snuck in photos of Raquel to keep with him. And Nick Vile said it was like, yeah, I guess like I would have wanted to sneak in pictures of my girlfriend. What did you did you read that? I did. And I thought it was so funny that Nick and Tom are on the same show because Nick has had everyone from Vanderpump Rules on his podcast to talk about Scandoval. And then they're like now together in like the wilderness. And I was like, he went, he really went there to get that interview. Like he <laughs> wants to get that Sandoval interview. interview. And I mean, Sandoval, everything he does, I feel like has an ulterior motive or is attention seeking. Like he, I don't think he was like secretly hiding like the picture. I think he was like, Looking see? at that, he's like, see, guys, look. See, look, it, it's real. It's real. And by the way, at that point, we had already seen that he'd been hooking up on the road with other people. And also, we do know he's cheated with other people besides Raquel with Ariana. But I do love that thought of trying to manipulate the narrative of it really is true love, potentially. Oh, yeah. You know, he's going to be next to a campfire, like with the guitar, a picture of Raquel yeah. like, next to him. Like singing some countries, <laughs> trying to write a song like Rick. What rhymes with Rach- Rachel? <laughs> what are we calling her now? What's up? What rhymes with Rachel? <laughs> Rachel? And yeah. I'm like looking up at the stars and being like, I know she's looking at the same stars as me right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, yeah, lightning, dude. Um, I, I just thought it would be funny if they were just hardcore nudes he snuck in. It's know, like, like uh, that's uh, that's Rachel's beaver. Yeah. Like Nick's like, yeah, it was really inappropriate. It was very uncomfortable. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't a good scene. Tom's a real weirdo. <laughs> I can picture him doing that too. And be like, this is art. Like this is. Dude, look at the curvature of her body, dude. It's like crazy, dude. <laughs> I still am one of the only people like, 
I, I know like that's, I get in trouble sometimes for commenting on women's uh, looks or issues. Cause I got in trouble. Well, not in trouble. A couple of people really didn't like that. I made the menopause joke about Erica Jane. Cause she was on watch what happens live. And Erica Jane has lost a bunch of weight. And Andy asked, was it Ozempic? And she said, no, it's menopause. And then uh, all the women in my life had told me that menopause actually makes you gain weight. And so I just said, hey, where can I get a prescription to menopause? And a lot of people found that, you know, it was meant to be a stupid joke. But then some people were like, don't you talk about women's bodies or issues. And I'm like, wait a sec. First off, it's a dumb joke of like, I would believe that menopause is something you can prescribe. And then say like, but then. And then somebody was then like, no, you don't understand. She actually meant hormones that she's on. And I'm like, why do people always have to make excuses for liars? Yeah, but didn't she like literally said menopause? Like, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, wait a sec. She didn't say she's on hormones that actually like she said menopause and doubled down on it. And I'm, I don't know why people need to stick up for people that are just blatantly lying. I know, like, honestly, and even if it was menopause, I doubt you're losing like 30 pounds from that. Like, but also if it's Ozempic or if it's any kind of semaglutide, who, like, I mean, who cares at this point? I mean, like you and 45 other housewives are on it. Like, who cares? Like, we've seen it. That's the, we need an Ozempic union. That's the union we need. (laughs) Like, you're like, and also if you don't want to answer the question or just don't answer the question, just say a woman never tells Andy. Right. Like, ooh, like. Are you, where are you with Erica Jane? Are you excited to see her redemption season? No, honestly, I, I don't even, I, I can't stand her since like all of that. And I, I feel like now that she doesn't have Rinna, I don't know if she's going to try and be like friendly with everyone or try and be like cool with the ladies. But I mean, I don't trust her. At all, I think. And Would you go see her Vegas residency? No. And like, I don't. She's just like not a good person. Like, it's not even like, oh, you're just a bitch. Like, and by the way, sometimes that's great to watch on TV. Like, I sometimes watch. I like watching her. I like disliking her on TV. Me too. If, you know, like, and I think that's an important aspect of reality shows is having the people you dislike as well as the people you like. No, totally. And like, I I don't want her off the show or anything. No. I, her on it i think her and sutton are the funniest how they would be at each other's throat and then she's like look at my bumble match like (laughs) well i think weirdly sutton still seeks erica jane's approval and i'm like girl like what is that all about like don't do that um so yeah i'm excited to see erica jane are you gonna do BravoCon this year so i want to i'm just so poor and like i'm so pissed it's not in new york because it, and like well, you didn't go last year, I don't think. I went you? one day, which is mm. all I would want to do again. I it was it's exhausting. It really, <laughs> but it was exciting. It was exciting, but I remember at the end of the day, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I feel like I just went away for a week, like, and it was just one day where I lived. Oh, like I was like I was shaky. I was like like the DT. I was like coming to like I was like okay, the first day of not drinking after BravoCon because like I just get like. I was getting hammered every night, like, and you know, like with, with like yeah. Bravo celebrities, but it was still like just the excitement and meeting all the people. And it was, I mean, it really was amazing, but you got to go. I mean, you could fucking do a GoFundMe and just say, I need to cover it for my Instagram. Like just tell Bravo like, you want to cover go. it. And if like people who are, are thinking about going to BravoCon are listening to this, like the way I would do it this time is like, I think if you're going to go, you just need to spring for the like VIP one. I don't, I had a regular admission 
which I feel like I spent so much time online and for the panels. Yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm only here for the day and I've been online for four and a half hours. And so I feel like I would want to do like the VIP one. And then also like Friday, like if I was going to do one day again, Sunday was the worst day to do because the Bravo people were so burnt out. And like, <laughs> the, ja- the Javits Center just smelled like failure at that oh, point. It did. It was like, and like, no one was like peppy or upbeat anymore, like excited. Everyone was like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And like. Well, the good thing about Vegas, though, too, is that like I feel like you don't even need a ticket because there's going to be so many offshoot parties that will right. be happening that like I will say you could have just showed up to all of these events and like still been around people, seen people like it would have still been like things to do. Oh, yeah. And I feel like the nice thing with Vegas, too, is like in New York, like there's so many places for them to go. And like like Vegas, you really just have like the strip. Like where else are you going to go? Like, yeah. it's not that hard to find people, like, which sounds creepy. Like, but like, I'm going to find you. It's only a slip. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're more inclined to run into somebody from Bravo. Um, okay. Two last things. Real Housewives of Miami. Lenny got engaged when he's still married to Lisa. Do you watch Real Housewives of Miami? I love Miami. Me too. I, I think, like, it, I'm, I'm so excited that it's actually moving from Peacock to Bravo because I think people get so confused about that. But Lenny, like, what do you think about this, this scumbag, Lenny Hochstein? Oh my God. I think I posted on my story the other day that, cause he was like, you guys don't know how Lisa treated me. I was an ATM. She like went out all the time and I posted, I was like, I don't care if she waterboarded him every single day of their marriage. Like he, you are still awful and so much worse. Like, and you're, you're telling me the new 27 year old isn't treating you like an ATM. Like literally, I mean, I, I come on, like, I don't. Like that kind of shit just makes me believe in not love at all because it's like, come on, Lenny, like you're, you you know, the gig, you know, that it's, you know, she's not with you for you and you're not with her for her personality either. Like it's, It's you know, you joke. Yeah. Like your concept of love isn't what actual like love is. And the fact that this, this mom is getting in on it because she wants to keep on the payroll is wild. It's so wild. And like, I was trying to explain this situation to my boyfriend, even though he doesn't give two fucks, but I was like, (laughs) it's so messed up. I was like, their children are like so little. And he's like, get out of my house with the kids. Like, like they're like four and two or like something like that. And they're cute and they seem well behaved on camera. Like, I mean, it seems like a a good kids. It doesn't seem like the treating like, Oh, she treated me like an ATM. It's like, She's married to you. Yeah, you have the money. Like, do you make her feel bad every time she needs? Like, I- I'm not saying that Lisa probably doesn't have her faults, but like, my God, what an idiot. I know he is. I cannot wait for this girl to dump him eventually. Like, she's going to have her fill of him, whatever, get what she wants. She's probably like, no prenup, right? Like, I love you so much. Like, if you and he's like whatever you want like this yeah. is whatever <laughs> yeah it's like well i do think it's funny too it's like how bravo audiences we can see something on tv and know immediately that it's wrong like when he was like uh this season of miami she was like he's eating right for the first time in his life he's with a trainer uh, he's doing it like, all for oh, me yeah. and we're all we're all like no he absolutely is not doing it for you like we oh, all know you know like 
it's not for you. If you've been married that long and he was a fat piece of shit and never cared, <laughs> like it's not for you. Yeah, it's like, trust me, he didn't wake up just one day and care about his like, you know, like fucking blood pressure out of nowhere. <laughs> just for like the, I just, I want to be here for the kids. I want to live with, no, he wants to be there for the like lady parts. Um, Two last things and I'll get you out of here even though I'm having, uh, this is the best time for me. Um, I know, Southern me Charm Trailer, Southern Charm Trailer. We oh, that came out and didn't it was I loved it. I loved it too. I'm so excited. And I I didn't even notice that Catherine wasn't in it. I like forgot. No. Well, we'll see. Even the last couple of seasons, they had to kind of like find ways to inject her into the show. Right. Even though, you know, she's been there from the beginning. And and by the way, I you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I would expect Bethany to reach out to Catherine in terms of a reality show union because if they didn't pick up Catherine's option, Catherine does have a bone to pick with Bravo and yeah. Catherine does not have an argument against Bravo, but I mean that what she went through at the hands of that dude, you know, uh, Thomas is she was 18 years old. They have the best argument actually. <laughs> I mean, she was 18 years old. This dude like really messed with her head and she still, I don't think has fully gotten over that trauma. No, I think that out of everyone who has been fired, or like even been on the show, like she has the best argument for being like taken advantage of and whatnot. Get her on the yeah. stand, like immediately. Bethany's like, we got one. Ah, <laughs> extra crab oil tonight. Yeah. So like, while like she's been in OG the whole time, like I, the season does look really good. Because the, 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 the guys, the season revolves around once again, men being stupid. And we have, well, we have Taylor potentially sleeping with Austin, but Taylor lies about it. But Austin's like, I did something bad, dude. I did something real bad. Did Taylor sleep with Austin? Oh, definitely. And then like Olivia is like all but her, like, you're my friend, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can we stop fighting over Austin Kroll? Like for once and for all, can we stop? Like, like, and but I hear girls all the time tell me of like he even Sophie she like he's so tall. I'm like that doesn't mean any like just because you're tall doesn't give you a free pass I to know. just be a doofus. Like he's such a piece of shit. And uh, but I love I think someone did you see that thing that someone saw Shep like on a date recently and they overheard with Caitlin Collins from yeah. CNN. And then he, she was like, "Well, how are things with Austin?" And he's like, "Oh, they're like fine, I guess." Like. Boys will always forgive other boys. Like, you know, like it's like a weird, it doesn't make any sense. We'll be more mad at the women than at other men. And I'd never fully understand why that is, but it seems like, a, and then in the trailer, Patricia goes, Oh, well, she sent some nudes to Whitney. Could you imagine sending a nude to Whitney? Could you imagine someone you send a nude to shows their mom? <laughs> Mom, check, mom, check that. Check this out, huh? I guess hey, I'm mom, doing pretty. Guess I'm doing pretty good. Guess, guess I'm doing pretty good too, huh? Huh? This is pretty good too, huh? Do you think it was? Who do you think it was? I think they were saying it's Taylor. It's Taylor. Oh my god! And it's so funny because I was thinking Taylor, and I was like, oh my god, she puts on this whole little like church girl, like, like. Well, it could have been like Shep hurt her so bad that she's like, time to play ball. Like I'm going to play your game now. And it's funny because she's like in her. 
20s. Whitney's like 30 years older than her. I, think. I thought you were about to say Whitney's in his 30s. I was like, girl, stop. <laughs> Whitney, girl, stop. Like, uh, remember the old episodes when he was like playing guitar for that Swedish model? Is it like oh, a guitar? But it actually looks good. All like people are like falling into each other. And then I will say I'm really like the Craig Page stuff. Like, I can't tell if that's just a bit too, because I saw in the trailer, they have another conversation. He's like, well, I think, well, why why are we doing this if we're not going to get married, girl? Like, are we going to have that same argument again? Like, I feel like they're on the same page when I see him on social media, but then like you see him on film and it seems like Craig's like really insecure about the relationship. And I feel like every argument they've had about it, like on Summer House and stuff, like it gets resolved. Like, she's like, I want to marry you eventually. Yeah, she cries. Yeah. It's done when she cries. He's like, I do want to marry you someday. Like, not right now. And he's like, okay. And then the next day he's like, why don't you want to marry me? Yeah, more about the, and the, I love when Craig gets trashed though. Cause he's like, emo, he's like, we always say women are emotional, but I think it's like, no men are way like Craig is way more emotional than way a woman. More. And like, I you know, them, it's like the culture up here about like marriage and like what age you get married is so different than like South Carolina that, yeah, like, like people down there, like I have friends who are from there and they live here now, like their friends got married when they were like 24. And then here you have, you date a 40 year old and he's like, I'm too young to settle down. Like, and <laughs> what is like, and what I like, like, I actually genuinely like Paige. I think Paige is super funny. I don't, I don't love that she lays around, but like, I think she's really funny. She has that thing that like good for reality star uh, talking heads. But I will say, I also like that. She's like, I like my career. I like New York. Like it's like, it's kind of obvious when she talks that she doesn't need Craig, but she really like. it seems like she does love and like Craig, but I also think she really loves and likes her life. And there's only a handful of people that can actually say that about their lives. Oh yeah. And like, I remember on summer house, he was saying, he was like, you love New York more than you love me. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's a good, it's, I, I like it. Like, I mean, you know how hard it is to live in New York and if you're able to do it successfully, that's like a feat in itself. And then after the initial charm of Charleston wears off, I Paige said like, yeah, what am I going to do? Just like sit there and like wear the clothes that all the girls wears and Charles. I mean, she really right. did. She really seems like she actively hates it. I know. And I think she always like had been saying like when she's ready to like have children and like she would go down there, but she's like, I'm like, not now. Like, I like that. It's like considered like a failure of like, I guess it's time now I'm ready. I know, like, like take me, take me to prison. Take me to prison. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, also it did make me think of my favorite Austin moment. And I posted that of like the Madison walking in on the threesome. Oh my God. Madison. The, Madison! And he's like, pushing down his boner he's like oh you're actually God. crazy right now madison madison like I, and he oh. says madison in the trailer i know oh my god it's so good madison oh my god there was this girl that i posted that picture of him and this girl dm'd me and said my claim to fame and i was like oh are you one of the fucking girls from the video the threesome and and I, she didn't answer me back. And I was like, please answer, please answer, please answer. And then I was like, even flagged it. Cause I sometimes don't see DMS like, yeah. I'll just, and then, and then she goes, no, my name's Madison. And I was like, Oh, I thought it was one of the girls. And I was like, Oh my God. If I got to talk to one of the girls that Madison walked in on, that it was imagine? like, Oh, I was like, like Madison too. I'm like, I was wondering in the trailer, I'm like, does her husband care that she's like all up in Austin's like business? Well, the husband was in the trailer. Oh, he's going to film. 
Yeah, it looked, I mean, I think that's who I saw was that he was in that. But I'm like, she is like way too involved still in like what he's doing. Um, yeah, but we didn't see Naomi. Naomi's not there anymore, it looks like. I know she I she didn't really need to come back. She was kind of like I think that yeah. she came back because she had sex with Craig and and Matul, I mean, he's gone, but then I saw him, didn't he like vacation with some of the other like he Matul like popped up in a photo with Craig or something recently? Uh anyways, I wanted to end with OC. Are you watching OC? Yes, and I'm enjoying it. Dude, Shannon Bedore and 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 John Jansen, I always like they're like pro drinkers. Like they're like they're like drinker drinkers. You know what? Have you heard what do you know what the secret is? I'm dying to know. The one that she Oh like, yeah, she was like, if it it's over, it's over. If if this gets revealed, it's over. I ruined relationship. And I'm like, first off, they need to like iron, like they need to like put those mic packs on where they can't take them off. Oh, like once your mic pack is on, you do not, you, they need to like staple it to them or something. Cause yeah. Like if you want to take your mic off, that's a mic moment where we need, like you right. can't take it off. I think it's his anger. I think he has an anger issue from what I understand, but also that Shannon does as well. And I think they get into some real big rows together. Oh, like, I'm sure. Like, Didn't she have like a freak out at his daughter at a restaurant? At a, no, not a restaurant at a tiki bar. <laughs> and it's not even, it wasn't like I've had people that live, there it said it's a really dirty tiki bar like it's a really hole in the wall tiki bar it's like no one will recognize us here i can be my batshit uh, crazy self and she told andy she and she was she goes andy i just i was in a fight with john jansen's daughter and she's like why are you fighting with john's daughter you guys aren't even together anymore and she's like well we like to hang out we like to and i was like you guys just like to hang out and drink together but you're not actually together and then you're getting into arguments with but did then she at the concert at Morgan, at the Morgan Wallen. Wallen. Yeah. She, like, what did she do? this poor family. <laughs> I will tell you something right now. And then, I mean, like, remember when I would always bring up, like, she was like, our dog Archie's missing. And it turns out she had just left the door open. And she, <laughs> the dog was at the neighbor's house. And then she was like, found. And I was like, you know, Archie's like, fuck. Shannon's hitting the bottle again. Like, it I feels know, like she's. But I love Shannon with all my heart. Like I, I love Shannon her too. But she's definitely got like some drinking. Like I heard, like her daughters were going up to the family at the concert, like apologizing profusely for Shannon. And I'm like, oh my god, these poor girls. This is probably like every time they go do something fun with their mom, it's like you're apologizing to like another family. Shannon like throws up on and screams at. Like, folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer, and I gotta tell you, the quality is great, because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like one 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, and that's like, I will say, in not Bravo's defense, but bra- like Bravo could show more of that they wanted to. And there are certain things that Bravo won't even do. Like Bravo could really like the storyline right now in o- Orange County is Jen Pedronti and the new car- Ryan that Ryan potentially has cheated on Jen. Like it's like, this whole thing. But if they wanted to, they could do a Shannon Bedore drinking season of like everybody's worried about Shannon. But Emily just laughed it off last episode and go, we all have our drinking issues here. And they just did a montage of all the drinking issues. And it's like, we actually don't, but okay. <laughs> I, it's, it's what do you think of Tamara coming back? So I think I like Tamara, like on the show, I think she's always been an important asset to it right now. I think she's trying too hard. Like she's like, I'm back and I'm going to make you regret like ever firing me because look how great I am on the show and look at all the drama I bring. So like when she threw the napkin and stuff, like I didn't feel like that. I feel like she was trying to put on a show, a show. like the Tamara show. Yeah. And like her, this poor girl, Jen, I feel so bad for her. She comes on the show thinking her and Tamara are friends. The second the cameras start rolling, Jen's like, fuck you, your husband wants to fuck me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I do like, I mean, because I do enjoy those first, like that don't realize what they're getting themselves into. And you see it, the recognition on camera. You're like, yeah, wait well, a second. Tamara said she'd always be here and she's sharing information. Like you can see them putting it together and then you're like, no way. But I don't understand how everybody buys into Tamara's bullshit because we see it from a mile away. And like, once again, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying I want Tamara gone. Tamara's great for the show, but why does no, like she's done this from season one or from the beginning for her. She's always been that person. And I think that, like especially like Gina and Emily and like those newer girls. Like I think Tamara is someone who you do not want to be like on her bad side because she's just going to like steamroll you. <laughs> like it's well, throw you guys, like just stomp on you. And then she'll say, I didn't do that. Are you kidding me? I love you. She always said, I love you. You're like one of my best friends in the whole wide world. What are you talking excuse. about? It's Oh, the dog was sick. Oh, we were closing cut fitness. Oh, like, Ryan went to the Capitol and stormed it. Like, there's always something. <laughs> wait, what do you, wait, what do you think about Ryan's transformation? He's like, had a partner. My name's Ryan. I'm a, oh on a ranch. I watched Yellowstone, and now I love it so much, I've made it my entire personality. Like, you live in Orange County. Like, Dude, <laughs> like, I understand wanting to wear a big hat when you're that bald, but, like, it is interesting. He's like, Ma, I want you to buy a ranch, and I'll run it. And she's like, okay. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it has his favorite things, I guess, because he gets to carry a gun, and he gets to, you know, have, like, it's, it's wild. That mm-hmm. Ryan guy. I can't believe they let him back on. I can't believe they did either. And oh, and who I can't, I cannot stand Heather anymore. I I am not. working for all the women out there. I sing, I host, I act, I produce. Like she had a meeting with Mark Cuban and I guess that's probably like a big get, but I just don't care. Like I was like, yeah. okay. And we all know Mark Cuban was there because Terry invested a ton of money in Firestream, which I heard only has like, 
that celebrity psychic on it. <laughs> well, I did look at the lineup for this new app that she was talking about. And one of the shows is drive by it's it's like called like it terry is the main guy and it's called drive by diagnosis or something where he like just pulls up to people's houses and like does medical shit to them and i was like and it and the picture was him like 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 in a car seat and i was like he just rolls up to like people's houses and then like does like i it didn't make me want to watch it, but I did find it interesting. When you said that, my first image I had in my head was like him at a stoplight and like rolling down the window and being like herpes and like, <laughs> 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 like bipolar. <laughs> keep trying. <laughs> did you see Gina this weekend? She's like, I do everybody making fun of my spelling. And you oh, guys, yes. you're not the spelling police. Gina, why is she trying so hard all of a sudden? Yeah, and she's like, I type with an accent. I'm like, give me a fucking break. Like, but like, did they tell her to try to step it up? And this is just like her trying to figure out what her like. And then she like was trying to yell at Shannon Bedore for yelling, wearing the same leather skirt on Watch no. What Happens Live that she did. But it's like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. This is not like yes. I don't know. Gina just doesn't, it just doesn't matter to me. I think she's starting to realize that she is going to be an awful realtor. And she's like, I need to step it up if I'm going to stay on this show because I need a job. And like, why do we, she has six, like they give her the most storyline for like personal storyline where I feel like they're just trying to throw everything against the wall and see if one thing sticks. Oh, I know. I was dying. Travis. Tra yeah. Travis is like, how much is this house? She's like, I don't know. Am I supposed to yeah. know that? Like, is that there's the door, there's the window. It's got a nice window. And Travis is always just like, yeah, babe, cool. Like, it's like not, he seems like a really nice guy, but it just seems like, but then somebody was telling me, I think Noor from the reality is said that they even had Travis and Gina had cops come to their house, like in between seasons. Like there was some kind of like issue with them. And oh, potentially that's why she stopped drinking. Probably. She seems like but like I keep on forgetting like the state she was in when they met. She that was when like she was at her worst. Is like yeah. when they met. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh, like I'm falling in love with her. And like, and she has and like, like the white extensions with the platinum blonde hair. Blended <laughs> the family, everything. Um, okay, I have taken so much of your time, but are there is there any other Bravo things that we haven't touched that you? need to get off your chest is there any hot takes or opinions that you have that you are in that you're like i need to say this to the audience right now oh god all right i'm thinking like heather has been on my last nerve bethany those are like the big ones Vanderpump rules i will say i don't like how we're seeing vanderpump rules play out in real time i feel like nothing's going to be a surprise like it's we're getting too much i think sheena I think I do think Sheena's forgiving Tom Sandoval. I also think that I think it's I'm like annoyed that everyone's going to be nice to him. That's like my biggest fear. For yeah, me. because we all talk tough. And that, by the way, that's like one of the re like I always have said to that, like I blocked Tom from my like phone. I blocked him from my in like just in case because I just never wanted to be in that position where I'd have to be nice. You know what I'm saying? Like we're like, and so these people have to be around them and they immediately feel, I, I feel like they crumble. It'll be interesting to see, but I think it's also going to be interesting to see them fight over fame. Like, I think they're jealous of each other's fame or like what somebody's getting and what somebody's not getting. And I think that could be interesting as well. If like they do kind of turn on Ariana. 
I will say I'm really proud of Ariana though for like not budging. Like she's like, I'm not filming with him. She um, said that last year. She goes, I'm not filming with him. Yeah, like, good. And she's sticking to it. And I don't care if the entire cast wants to crucify her for that. Like, good for her. She's the only I like the, 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 her word. <laughs> the producers are just having Tom hide in a closet and they're just like, just pop out and we'll get you guys like <laughs> saying hi to each other. They're they're finding ways to like find like maybe they can find a way. I do think Raquel will come back, you guys. But I do think they will not tell the cast because they don't want it to get out. I think it will be behind closed doors, not in public, but it. I, I believe she will be back for at least an episode. I, th- I think it's going to be a finale episode where like you had like they introduce Kristen, like you see the feet. And like they're walking, and then it goes up, and you like realize it's <laughs> no, it'll be you'll just hear this like like a, a bunch of like woods, and you'll just sit, like see these leaves move, and you see his bare feet, and like it's uh, Raquel's a feral creature now in the woods, and she's like ah, you know, and Tom's like Tom's like Raquel, is that you? And she's like. It's Rachel now. <laughs> you know, she's covered in dirt. It's Rachel now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but also Bethany, if you're listening, don't ruin Bravo for everybody like that. It's more, I feel like scorched earth than actually trying to help people. So I'm, I'll be interested. I think there's a world in which we can get better working conditions for these guys. But also I think a lot of these people know what they're signing up for and they still want to sign up for it. And they also do, you you know, I would imagine if this goes to any kind of trial or anything, you would be able to prove the money you're able to make because of the show, which Bethany is like the number one person of that with Skinny Girl. I know. I hope, you know what, you should be the lawyer on the other side and be like, how much did you make? Yeah. (laughs) Bethany Frankel, please state your age for the jury. You know, like I could, I could really get in there. And then I'd like to call to the stand, Mr. Jason Hoppy. Oh my God. And I... uh, call the uh, call the exes and all that stuff i would i would totally get in there and i would actually show footage from the show and then i would also call into a thing because she's produced reality shows before and i would pull the contracts she's had people sign in the past i think that's what's gonna happen i think she is setting herself up for something like like i told you that interview where she was like they offered me way too much money to go back to roni and i couldn't say no like they gave like you made a ton of money uh, like, yeah. I think she has said things in the past about what she made on there that are just going to get thrown in her face. And I've had a lot of people work with Bethany behind the scenes and have not had positive experiences. But I do think she's like legendary for what she's done on the show. I just sometimes don't dig this aspect of Bethany, even regardless of the the union. I've just not been a fan of her TikToks and stuff like that. But I, I don't begrudge anybody that does. I just feel like pick a lane and it's going to be interesting if you want to keep being the old Bethany and then also be the head of a reality show union. Right. Yeah. You can't do uh, Okay, uh, Jen, where, what, where, what can we, what can we help you with? Where, where it is your, you don't have the podcast, you don't have the Patreon. We all follow you on the Instagram. What else can we do for you, Jen? I guess just follow the Instagram. That's really not a lot going uh, on at the moment. I, I mean, you have one of the best Bravo accounts out there. Everybody, I mean, like always says, like the. I mean, you really do. Wait, who are you blocked by now besides oh DJ God. James Kennedy, James, Lisa Rinna, um. Kristen. What did you I'm say about Kristen? Know. I don't know. You know, people don't realize that we make fun. Like, I also hold these people in esteem, even if I make fun of them. Like, I still like them. I know, me not, too. Not I Sandoval, feel- not Sandoval, but okay. everybody else. Well, like, Kristen has, like, the best ammo for, like, making posts about, like, she 
is just I know like and it, I it is hard to get to know the, like that's why I don't like to get to know these people because then it like I can't make as hard of jokes because oh, I do I know that I posted a picture of it was like Stassi and Hartford posing with like this terrifying like Halloween guy and I was like oh look like Hartford met season two Kristen or like something and well, it was that's like, funny if it's like season two Kristen you're not yeah, saying it's I now season two I wasn't like oh Chris. And like, does she think she was sane season two? Like I, well, that I, when I taught, when she was on the podcast, I said, you know, oh, you're legendary in the sense of like the suck a dick and like all these lines. And she goes, I don't think that's legendary. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. And I'm like, it is interesting because she's not proud of those moments yet. We consider it like iconic and like in the lexicon. Oh, like the, that, like that is the Emmy. Like they should have gotten an Emmy then for that. <laughs> well, imagine if the reality show union happened when Dodie uh, got smacked by Stassi. Like imagine like those like things happening now. We do live in a different like that would be automatic firing what oh, happened yeah, back yeah. then. Immediate. But like we love that that moment, even though it was painful for them. Like that show exists because of moments like that. No, totally. That, those were the best days. I, that's why I'm like, trying to convince my boyfriend. I'm like, you don't understand what the early episodes are like. You're going to love it. And you don't even know. Explain to your boyfriend when he watches that Stassi has a chin implant. That will make a lot more sense, too. <laughs> Is that stop? People don't realize. And I'm like, of course, Stassi's as funny and smart as she can be because she had to develop her personality because she looked very different than she does now. And she took it as far to get a chin implant to complete her actual look that actually opened up. Like, you know, people all of a sudden thought she was beautiful after the chin implant. Oh yeah. Like if you're that hot, you either were like a hideous teenager or you had like a trauma happen. And then like if you're that (laughs) beautiful and funny, like you can, would you want Stassi to come back? Um, honestly, I feel like the place she's at in her life now, she wouldn't be that great of TV. Um, yeah, well, and I, I don't think Bo would either. And I don't, right. I, I mean, Vanderbilt Valley, I'll watch, but I just, I don't, like, I know kids are fun and I watch a lot of them on TikTok and funny videos, but like, I don't know, like, I, I'm pretty okay with not watching Stassi raise her kid. I don't know. Like, I guess if there was a good reason, I don't know. I, I feel don't know. like with her book and stuff, like, she's, like I'm changed. I'm so much more self-aware. I don't make fun of people anymore. I don't like, okay, then don't be on the show. Like we don't need that. I think she totally does make fun of people. We just don't hear it. And like, she also doesn't need it. She has successful, all these other things. I mean, she doesn't have to go on like reality special forces missions with Stassi Schroeder. Like she's doing, (laughs) she's doing fine. I saw her at the Taylor Swift concert. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't there, but I saw pictures of her and uh, she looked like, she looked like she's having a great life. So I don't think she needs it. And like with the kids and stuff, I'm like, I hope it's not boring. Like maybe some of them will have like behavioral issues or something. And that would be really great to watch. But like, I know. Well, no, I I think she was on Lala's podcast and she said that Hartford had some like behavioral issues and was working with somebody on, she said this on Lala's podcast and cause they were making a joke about uh, Lala's daughter getting bad behavior from Hartford. Oh my God. Get Andy in a camera. (laughs) (laughs) Like little Stassi and like Bo's like, what the fuck is going on um, oh, like the most normal parents that's the one with like the <laughs> that now now i actually do want to see them raise kids now i actually <laughs> i take it back uh okay guys it's at blocked underscore by underscore jacks uh i'll tag her in all the posts tomorrow uh but dan thank you it's been way too long i really appreciate this and you make that me laugh so on the daily um and uh come back whenever you whenever you want to bitch about anything it's always here Oh my God. Well, I'm always ready to bitch. So whenever you. (laughs)
<laughs> okay, five. Betches.